Okay, so this is based on, this is to understand a little bit more about Rishim Echai and Lag Ba'imer. It's braced primarily, the small font is from Oiris Hamoidim Chelek Beis, which is uh, Reb Zucker, that we've learned in the past, mm-hmm. the Rav from Ish. Uh, from, uh, yes. And then the middle is my brother Sefer on Yamatzfil. We'll put it together. He says like this: Begemara Shabbos, Mesuber Barichos, Kalasipa Sherushim Bayichai, Ubnei Yisrael We all know the famous story of Rishim Bayichai and his son that they hid in the cave for twelve years. Umesuber Shem Shakasha Yatsu, and we all know. I'll say this outside: that when they leave the cave after twelve years, they're seeing people working and they're burning it. They start to burn it. Everything they see is getting destroyed. And the heavenly voice says. Yeah, you're trying to destroy my world. Go back into the cave. They go back into the cave another twelve months. They come out. What Rishim Baruchai is different now. Rav Eliezer is still burning stuff. Rishim Baruchai is healing, it's healing. Mm, mm. And then the Gemara continues to say that they saw an older man running with two hadasim. The Gemara then ends off that Rishim Baruchai said, "Now that a miracle happened to me, I want to fix something." So he fixed streets and he removed. The, the, he made sure that the cemetery was marked. He says, in the third paragraph, What changed? What perspective changed? Meaning, what happened? So, Gershim goes in for 12, month, 12 years. Mm-hmm. He comes out on fire. Then he comes out after 12 months. And then all of a sudden, he can like tolerate. So, what, what, what was really the change? Why was his attitude so different the second time than the first time? That's the question. Obviously, when you're younger, you just think like he was more calm, more chilled. But he's a tzaddik. He's a tzaddik. On the contrary, he was on a higher madriga seemingly, but he was more tolerant, which is strange. So, Rav Zucker says like this to properly understand Rav Shimon, you have to understand his Rabbi Rav Akiva. To probably understand Rishimin, you got to understand Rav Akiva. Mm-hmm. Now he wants to focus on one Gemara. This is a Gemara Chagiga. The Gemara Chagiga tells us, Arba Pardes. Whatever this means, that there were four tzaddikim that entered the Pardes, that entered the orchard, entered the place that no human is supposed to go in Shemayim. Those four people were Benazai, Ben Zoyma, Acher, and Rav Akiva. So let's just talk about them. So we know Rav Akiva, he went in and left in peace. He was unaffected, and he grew from the experience. Acher went off the derech. Because what he saw, he couldn't, what he saw, according to one opinion in the Chagamara, he saw Hashem and Matat, and it confused him. Whatever, he saw things that, that, that he went off the derech. So it's obviously negative. You have Ben Zoyma who lost his mind couldn't, it, it was too much for his faculties, and he, and he, and he lost his mind. And then he had Ben Azai who died. He entered, and he passed away. So, what exactly, why was it that Ben Azai passed away, but Rav Akiva was able to survive? We also know that, I mentioned last week we learned together, um, or it was, it was recorded on Shabbos, that uh, the Hasidish here, that Rav Akiva and Ben Azai, right? We know that Rav Akiva says, Ben Azai says, Tayra is Ben Azai was known, though very few things we know about him, but the Gemara, he was probably Rav Akiva's son in law. He either never got married or he got married and then divorced his wife because he couldn't. He, he, he just had to learn. 
was just Isaac and Tyre. So why was it that Ben Azai goes into the paradise and passes away? Rabbi Kiva goes in and leaves and is healthy. So it says the Sefer, the Sefer, um, Torah R says as follows. These are the words of Torah R. Those four people, those four tzaddikim that entered the paradise. Ben Azai hits its umes. Ben Azai entered and passed away. Ben Zayme hits its venivka. Ben Zayme lost his mind. Rak Rav Akiva nichas v'sham v'yas v'sham was davka Rav Akiva who enters in peace and ends and leaves in peace. Why? Ki Ben Azai ha'yeh bechinas rotzay da haverav. We'll talk about this. That's what I want to talk about. Yecheskel in his in his um, in his image of the upper realms, it says he saw that the malachim were rotza v'shoiv. They were going up and going down. Ben Azai, his whole avoda was rotza, was going up, was his slavos, was desire to connect Hashem. He was on fire, and therefore, bechinis kolis hanefesh. Like a suicidal desire to connect to Hashem. And he wasn't connecting to coming down. He just went up. He never came down the ladder. Right? The angels, they're going up and they're going down. He just went up. And therefore, and that's why that was all his that's why he never wanted to get married, because he 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 couldn't he couldn't settle down in any form. Spiritually, physically, and therefore he 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 was just going up. He was just rotze, just up, up, up. And therefore he passed away because when you have someone that's just going up, and then they enter that place of complete dveikas, then it, the neshama just leaves. It, it, it wasn't. It wasn't that he passed away because he was a bad person. On the contrary, his neshama couldn't. This is literally what he's been waiting for. It's like his whole life was just trying. His neshama was always trying to escape the body. It's like the Balshemzev writes in Kesser Shemtev in Savasarivash that it's a miracle that every time we daven Shemesu we don't pass away because the neshama just naturally wants to leave. Venaza is just an, an up guy, just a rotsi, just rotsi, just going up, just going up. And therefore, when he enters the paradise, he passes away. What's Rav Akiva? The truth is, that's not the way of the Torah. The objective of the Torah is to fix. It's meant to cultivate the world. Rav Akiva understood the secret of going up a ladder, but coming down the ladder. And therefore, Rav Akiva enters the paradise, but then leaves the paradise as well. Meaning, what the Sefer uh, Torah Or is telling us is that Rav Akiva, the difference between Rav Akiva and Ben Azai, is Ben Azai is Ratzai. He just goes up, he just goes up, he just excels. He goes full force, 100 miles an hour up. Rav Akiva knew how to go up, but he also knew how to come down. What, what does that mean? And I think that, and, and what Rav Zucker is going to say is, this transformation from Ben Azai to Rav Akiva is what Rav Shem went through. The first 12 mm-hmm. years, he was Ben Azai. Mm-hmm. And then after the 13th year, he became Rav Akiva. So what does it mean, Ratzah Vishayv? And why is it a good thing? Because again, to the naked eye, it seems like going up and going up is the goal. Why is there ever... Forget about, you know, Ben Azai was an extreme that he passed away, but we're saying that Rav Akiva was... Was 
proficient in knowing how to excel, but also knowing how to fall. Like how to go up the mountain, but how to descend. Ascend and descend. Why is it a good thing to descend the mountain? Why is that ever... Why is that like a skill set? So we have in front in front of you the middle part is a piece from Yasi, uh, Rav Yasi from Yamat Yamatfila. This is in the back of Yamatfila where he talks about davening. I think we learned this together once. So it sounds more like a very like a Christian concept, right? When you're just going up, up, you uh, want to well, you want to be connected to this world. True. That's how they portray exactly. themselves. Right? So we have to figure that out exactly. Well, what is so? What does it mean to be proficient in descending? So. You'll see in the back of his Sefer, he goes through davening. And he quotes from the Baal and the Grah that the Avoda of Pesukah Zimra and Berchas Kriyashma and Kriyashma is to try to jumpstart the Neshama. That during Pesukah Zimra and Berchas Kriyashma and Kriyashma, you're supposed to focus on the greatness of Hashem to the point where the Neshama is naturally wants to connect to Hashem and the Nefesh HaBahamas, which is the Yetzirah, is naturally quieted, naturally subdued. But, this is where the twist comes. Kol seder hatfila, meseder karbonus hakriyashma b'chaseha, right? As he said earlier in the Sefer, that from karbonus until kriyashma, it's all trying to subdue the Yitzhah So So karbonus, you describe that it's like a dead animal, that all your averis, I should be shechted for what I've done, look how disgusting it is, and then you get to Pesukah de Zimra, where you start to sing the shira of the neshama, of how great the neshama is, and then you start thinking about Nefloi Sabayre, about how 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 all, this whole world is nothing infinitesimal compared to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and you naturally want to cling to Him. That gets you to Shema. Which is all culminating to Shema Nasre. But, and, and, and more so, he also describes in the Sefer, the different parts of davening correspond to different parts of the Beis HaMikdash. Until you get to Shman Esrei, which is Kodesh Kedoshim. Mm. Right? Rishim Bayechoi, Kodesh Kedoshim. Mm. Bayechoi, Kodesh Kedoshim. So, Levara Inyan, Nir Lahagnim Hagdam Achas. To understand this, let's explain. Ksiv B'Yechezkel Maisim Merkav. It says regarding the Chazkel, regarding the chariots, Hachayis Ratzavishai, that he saw the Malachim going up and coming down. Aswar Makadoshim Mevarim, and the Svar Makadoshim explain, Sheinyan Zeshal Ratzavishai. This concept of going up, of ascending and descending, who clog other Bavidis Adam. This is an important lesson when it comes to serving Hashem. And it's deeper than just being celibate, like a priest, Lahavdil El Fafi Abdullah, and having a job. It's deeper than that. Every person naturally has to ascend and descend. Mm. And he says, That it's natural for a person to go up the mountain. You have to come down. Now, the side that I want to talk about today is different than what a lot of people think. See, a lot of people think that what what Newton say, whatever comes up must come down. That shayv is a natural reality where you can't stay on the top of the mountain forever. No, it's like a nebuch. It's a nebuch, a reality, that when you're rotza, you're on fire. Right. But shayv, okay, you have to come down, but it's deeper than that, but I'll tell you why. Rav Akiva, his whole beginner was shayv. 
So it can't just be a sad side effect of reality. It has to be that there's something deeper. Indian Ratzav Avaitis Hashem. Let's let's first analyze what is Ratzav Hashem. Ratzav Avaitis Hashem. Kasav Abalatanya Besefer Torah Or. Right, the Balatanya we were just quoting. Bechinus Ratzav Zeh Indian Shuka Bolev Udavka Veisbarach. Ratzav, which is Benazai, is someone who just has a natural. It's a natural desire to cling to Hashem. Rotsa from Rotzon, who mm-hmm. Gamkim and also means to run. You're just trying to run, run towards Hashem. And it's a desire to naturally uh, to submit yourself to Hakadosh Baruch That's Rotsa. Harei Inyan Rotsa who Cheshek Islavus Ladovka by Yisbarach Lepar Maguf. That's Ratza. The desire is to get closer to Hashem, and that's Shema. What's Shaiv? But after you go up the mountain, then the Avoida is now to come down the mountain. But the Balatani says something astounding. If Kriyashma is Ratzai, that means that Shmanesrei, the Kodesh Kedoshim, is Shoif. If Shema is going up, is ascending, then Shmanesrei is descending. Mm. Now, the problem is like this. It's a very strange thing. Meaning, so Shema is like Ben Azai, Shmanesrei is Rav It's taking that Ratzai, then coming down. And not dying in the Pardes, but taking that Pardes and being able to leave the Pardes. But what's strange is like this, with Sarachin, yes, he has a very obvious question. First of all, why does it have to be that way? If HaKadosh Baruch created it, that everything that ascends must descend, what's the purpose in the descent? There has to be a purpose. It can't just be, well, that's life. What's, what is the Avoda of Shov? The Gam Sarachin. And deeper question. If Shaiv is just the engine, the, the passion being turned off, right? Ratza means you're passionate. And Shaiv is just the, the downtime, the passion being turned off. If that's the case, then how is that Kodesh Kadashim? How is that Shman Esrei? How is the entire pinnacle of davening leading to Shaiv? Well, what's going on over here? So you, you don't have it in front of you fully. But Yossi said like this. The explanation is as follows. Before we understand this, let's analyze prophecy. Prophecy. We know that a prophet is someone who's connecting to Hashem on the greatest way that a human can. And the Ramcha writes in Derech Hashem that when Nevi'im would prophesize, they would either seize or pass out or sleep. It was impossible for them to be alert while it was happening. Mm. That this, the level of Dveikas Hashem was so powerful, it's a contradiction to the physicality of the body. They were getting such a spiritual jolt that their bodies shut down. And it was impossible for their physical body to stand that level of spiritual battery, and therefore their physical body had to be shut down, either through a sleep, through seizures, 
through uh, passing out, but they were not alert. That's the Ramchal writes. Mushum hachi therefore it was necessary. Shekayach gufay v'sichle yizbatel. Their bodies had to shut down. Lifnei oitzim madregas anavua v'yishak me'ayoshen. They'd have to be sleeping again or seizing or passing out, whatever it is. But here's where the Ramchal takes something interesting. The Ramchal says there was one Navi who was alert, and that was Moshe Rabbeinu. Omnam loy kein hayim Moshe Rabbeinu avim v'yim. The Ramchal continues in Derech Hashem. Nuvuasi shal Moshe Rabbeinu olav hashalom hibederech yoyser elyon mekolzeh. Moshe Rabbeinu, his nevu was different. Shaloi hayitzarech lotzeis mechushav gargashayisav v'leilachlam kal. The truth is, Moshe Rabbeinu did not have to, his body did not have to pass out. He was able to be alert while having a prophecy. He was a regular person, alert, talking to Hashem. That's the Ramchal right. So yes, he has a kasha, but Sarachin, I don't understand. If you'd ask me, which is greater, I would say, which is a greater energy pumping into a person? The person who it's so powerful, he's passed out on the floor? Mm-hmm. Or Moshe Rabbeinu, who's talking naturally? Mm-hmm. It seems that the Navi, who's passed out, Yirmiya, Yechezka, all these Naviim, who are passed out, because it's such an intense experience, mm-hmm. it's such an intense ur, that it's shutting down their bodies, that seems to be a higher Madrega, than Moshe Rabbeinu, who's able to get it. I mean, the very fact that Moshe Rabbeinu is alert, doesn't that mean that he's not getting as intense mm-hmm. of an ur. How is that a, 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 a positive element of Moshe's prophecy? If Moshe Rabbeinu's nevuah is greater, he should be passed out more. Right. He should be in a coma. Right? So how could it be that it's a mile to Meshur Rabbeinu that he's alert? On the contrary, it should be a negativity, the fact that he's alert. The truth is, Meaning, the truth is, there's the aside, and that is from the Balshantiv, that the greater the light, the greater it's able to penetrate the darkness. Meaning, what makes Klal Yisrael greater than Malachim, right? We know that Klal Yisrael come from a place that's even greater than Malachim is the very fact that Kla Yisrael is able to go into a dark place and not just survive, but to bring godliness into a dark place shows that the light of Hashem is so powerful that it's able to penetrate. Again, the heavier the bowling ball, the, fall, the darker, the, fall, the, the further it falls. The greater the light, the greater darkness it can penetrate. Mm. So too it is, Kol zehu simin the Yisoyed is, the reason why Klal Yisrael are perceived as greater than Malachim is because Malachim have to stay up there. But it's Dafka because the Shashama of Klal Yisrael is so profound that it's able to penetrate such a low place. In general, mm. our existence. Mm. He says like this, Lefiza, move on. 
now we understand why is that Moshe Rabbeinu's prophecy is so great? If he's able to be alert, the answer is, if the light of Hashem, think of it as power, right? Think of, of Nevuah as connected to different powerful lights. If you have a light that's able to go to a person, but the person has to shut down, then okay, it's a very powerful light. And it's a powerful light that can't tolerate physicality, so it shuts down the physicality. Moshe Rabbeinu's Nevuah was such a strong light that it was able to penetrate such a dark place, that it was able to not be a contradiction to physicality. Meaning, you see, when you have a light that exists, but it can't exist in such a dark place, that it's not such a strong light. Mm, mm. The stronger the light, the stronger the place that it can go and exist. A Navi, the other Navim, understand, the reason why, they had a very strong R, they were connecting to a very strong connection to Hashem, but that connection to Hashem was a contradiction to physicality, and it shut down the physicality. Moshe Rabbeinu's Nevuah was coming from such a dark, from such a great place. That that R was so powerful, it was able to go into the darkest place called physicality and exist there. That shows that it's such a great light that it's able, that it doesn't get shut down when it goes into darkness, it's able to be itself in darkness. He says, You see, the other Nevi'im, that light is a contradiction to physicality, and therefore the physicality shuts down. Is such a such a strong It's such a great light of a that it was able to penetrate and exist in physicality. You see, Klal Yisrael is greater than Malachim because Malachim are great, but they can't come down to the physical world. Klal Yisrael's Nisham are so powerful that it can come down to the physical world and exist in physicality and be itself. That shows that's a simon that it's such a great light that it's able to come and be in the darkest of place. So too it is Moshe Rabbeinu. The light of Navu that was penetrating Moshe Rabbeinu, it wasn't just it was such a great R that it was able to exist in his physical body without shutting it down. That's, it's a great sign, meaning if you could have the light of Hashem that comes down and it's able to exist within your physical life without shutting down your physical life, it's a higher madrega. So going back over here, Yeshla having tzasmin madrega Hashem Right, we said that you see Shema is exciting and it's exalted. Shema is like other Nevi'im. That it's a great light, but it's a contradiction to physicality because it can't exist in the darkest place called physical life, and therefore during Shema everything shuts down. It's Ratsa, it's Ratsa, it's Ratsa. Then you get to Shmanasrei, which is Shaiv coming down the mountain, which is taking that light and existing and not being on fire, and just taking that light and w- going about your day, so to speak. And you're going to say, well, how is that greater? The answer is because if you could have the light of Hashem that's able to be in the ex- your existence and not 
be a contradiction to physicality, but on the contrary, it could light up your physicality, that means it's a much greater light. Mm-hmm. That's shayv. See, shayv is not turning off the engine. Shayv means you're getting to such a light, such an R, that you don't have to ascend to get to it. It could come down to you and it could descend into your place. That's Shemayin Esrei and that's the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Understand, that's the difference between Ben Azai and Rav Akiva. Ben Azai was connecting to a light of Hashem that was incredibly incredibly powerful. But it was Ratzai. It was a contradiction to his physical being and therefore he couldn't get married and therefore he couldn't exist and when he entered the paradise he passed away. Rav Akiva taps into something greater, which is Rav Akiva was able to go up the mountain, but then take that light and descend with it. And it's not a sign that he wasn't connecting. On the contrary, he was connecting to a deeper R. He was connecting to a deeper place of Hashem that could exist, that light of Hashem that could exist within his dark existence, that he was connecting to such a light that he didn't have to go up the mountain. He could take that light, go into the darkest of place, and actually exist and coexist with that light. That's Rav Akiva, that's Ratzah, but then he got to a higher Majerga called Shoiv. Back over here we have Rav Yechai. Rav Yechai in the first 12 years was tapping into the light of Shema, was tapping into the light of Ben Azai, which was incredibly exalted. But when he left the cave, he couldn't exist. He saw people that are being physical and he, the light of his connection to Hashem couldn't exist with physicality and therefore physicality had to shut down. And that's why he was he was destroying the world. But he went back into the cave and he got to a higher madrega, which is he tapped into a light called Shaiv, which is he tapped into an Ar Hashem that's so great that it's able to exist within physicality. That physicality is not a stira. That you could have a, a person who's a farmer and he's also running Zacha Vishamar. That is a light called Tikkun. That's Shaiv. That's the Indian, the great side of Rabbi Kiva and Rishon Meichoy and Lag Baimer, that you could have this great exalted light, but it doesn't have to be kept in a cave. It could be left the cave and taken into your existence, taken into your life. That's Ratza, but there's a higher Madriga called Shaiv. Shaiv is not the engine being turned off. Shaiv is not the, the fire being turned off. On the contrary, it's a deeper fire that can be taken with you into that darkness, and it could exist. It's not a contradiction. It's Nevuas Moshe Rabbeinu. That's how Shimba Yechoy is Bar Yechai, Kodesh Kedoshim, Kodesh Kedoshim, which is a Bechinushayv, that's the Inya Rishim Yechai, it's to take that great light and then to function, to take it and to not be stuck in a cave anymore, to take that light and not, and to Nichas Lepardis and Yotzel Lepardis, to take it out and to reveal it to the world, that's really what Hasidus is, it's taking that great light, but it's a deeper light, that it's able to actually not be a contradiction to physicality, but to uplift and to lighten up physicality, that's the Bechinah of Shayv, that's going from Ben Azai to Rebekiva, that's the extra year in the cave, the extra year is when he got that higher madrega of Shaif. I'll stop you.